If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Looking to catch up on the latest Star Wars books? Featuring sound effects and music directly from the movies, Star Wars audiobooks are the definitive listening experience. The aces of the New Republic have one final chance to defeat the darkness of Shadowwing in Victory's Price by Alexander Freed. The thrilling conclusion to the Star Wars Alphabet Squadron trilogy. Available now wherever audiobooks are sold. This is Andy Gutierrez from StarWars.com, and you are listening to Coffee with Kenobi with Dan Z. This is the podcast you're looking for. This is Vanessa Marshall, Harrison Dula from Star Wars Rebels, and you're listening to Coffee with Kenobi. Hello, friends, and welcome to Coffee with Kenobi, show number 398. This is your spoiler-free place for Star Wars discussion, analysis, and rhetoric. I'm your host, Dan Z, drinking One Nation coffee out of my Boba's Beans coffee mug, excited to talk Star Wars with each and every one of you. I want to give a very special shout out to members of the CWK Alliance, including Dennis Keithley and Mary Perdue. Thank you all so much for your support of Coffee with Kenobi. If you are interested in learning more about becoming a member of the CWK Alliance, getting access to CWK Pro over our exclusive weekly show, go to www.coffeewithkenobi.com slash CWK Alliance to find out more. On today's show, Amira Martin joins me to talk about our top five favorite Star Wars women. So pull up a chair, grab your favorite coffee mug, and let's have some coffee with Kenobi. So who talks first? You talk first? I talk first? Returning to Coffee with Kenobi to talk about our top five favorite Star Wars women is Amira Martin. Amira, welcome back to the show. Thank you for having me again, Dan. I'm so excited for this one. I am too. Uh, you and I uh, got the chance to catch up a little bit because we haven't got to, to chat for a little while. It's been a been a wild last eighteen months or so, but it is so good to chat with you. Of course, uh, as I always say, Amira and I are 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 family. We're we are Target <laughs> Star Wars family for being in that commercial back in 2016. And uh, just the other day, uh, in fact, one of our basketball players walked into his class into my class and he goes. Mr. Zero, I saw your commercial and also everybody like this. Usually this is what happens. I mean, when that comes up in class, half the kids get excited and smile and half the kids are like, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> and that, I think that's pretty okay. I think that's okay. Do you still get uh, asked about that commercial? No, not, not really. Unless it's brought up um, by someone other than me and people are like, you're in a commercial. And then I send the link and then 
I'm cool for about five minutes and it passes and <laughs> there you right. go. <laughs> That's right. And then a bird flies outside and like, oh, okay, let's change the subject. Yep. Yeah, exactly. I, I understand. Well, obviously we're going to have to be in another one. We got to keep ourselves fresh. <gasps> yes. I agree with that wholeheartedly. That's right. Well, Mr. Uncle Iger, if you're listening, you, you've got till December to hire us. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this is Women's History Month. We've been celebrating it at school already. And I I was looking through Twitter and I and you popped up. And I'm always happy to see you on social media because you have such entertaining, thought-provoking, fun family stuff and just, just great stuff. And I thought, you're going to be great to have on for this. We're going to talk about our top five favorite women in Star Wars. And there are a lot of them. I was looking through Amy Radcliffe's book, mm. listing all of the women of Star Wars and plus just the ones that come to mind immediately. And how did you come up with and curate your list for this? So I actually thought of some of my favorites that, you know, they may be favorites of others, but I also thought of those that don't get the recognition that they deserve for mm. maybe the small amount of time that they had on a screen or um, their story arc that really pulls at how strong of a female character they were um, within the franchise. So that's where I, I kind of went with it. But I'm always the one that will pick the oddball, the underdog. Uh, <laughs> that's usually my my bag anyway. So I, I figured we might have some good discussion with my list. Hopefully we'll see. I, I am very optimistic that we will. I, mine was first, I thought about the ones that I've always responded to or that gravitated towards and that have captivated me for whatever reason. And, you know, I'm, you know, growing up, I, I us, we were raised by our, our mom, single mom. Mm. And then uh, when I met my wife, uh, she had had two boys from a previous marriage and she was obviously a single mom. And I've always been drawn towards towards powerful, independent, strong women uh, who who love like no other, have compassion like no other, and will not tolerate people not treating them or other people fairly. Right. And when I look at my list, that's kind of what we've got going on, and I, and I think that's really really cool. I love that. I love that so much. All right. This is, so now I'm excited and I'm really excited to hear right, who good. you're going to say. Awesome. Well, why don't you, why don't you start us off? What is, who's number five on your list? Oh, number five. Okay. So let's start off by saying mine aren't in any particular order. So I know okay. we, we discussed that before we hit record. Mm -hmm. These are, I, I, all of these are equally a part of my heart. So I, bl I blame the host for not telling you that in, in the previous. <laughs> yes, day. you didn't tell me. <laughs> what, a, um, but, what a clown. Yeah. Um, but I think by the time we get to my last one, you'll probably hear the excitement. So I will just I will proclaim my last one as my favorite. So awesome. we'll say that. But the okay. rest, they're just they're on the same playing level. Um, so I'm going to go with and you'll appreciate this because this is a, uh, a solo reference. Mm. Uh, L3 is who I, who I mentioned first, um, because I wasn't thinking, you know, I figured if we were going to talk about strong female characters um, within the franchise, it should also include those who may be, um, may have a femme uh, essence to them. And, you know, L3 kind of, I feel like almost stole the show and solo a Star Wars story. Um, of course, obviously, 
um, we had some other wonderful characters in that movie, but I chose her because she not only, as we now know, is the essence of the Millennium Falcon. Uh, so we know where all that uh, sassiness and um, drive <laughs> comes from. Mm -hmm. But I think within that story, because we, we you know, for, for those who haven't seen it yet, spoiler alert, because we lose her within the, the storyline, we had to really get to know her right away. And she had that just straight confidence about her. You know, she led her little rebellion as well. And I love that they gave us a droid that, that had a mission and had, you know, morals and values. And um, she stood up for things that were important to her. And also she had just such confidence about her. Um, and I, every time I watched um, Solo Star Wars Story, I always get excited about listening to her and hearing her quips and, you know, seeing that fun confidence uh, that she exudes. And I, I kind of see that in quite a few female Star Wars characters. But I think I, I had to put a droid on there. So I had I had to put L3 on my list. I love that you did. See, I <laughs> I knew I had to raise my game. I couldn't phone <laughs> this one in, everybody. because Amira has brought it. I that's that's a great one. I L3 didn't I didn't think about L3 right off the bat, but mm -hmm. all of your reasons are awesome. I, I still remember us debating at, at the premiere, after the premiere at the party. Uh, debating solo versus Rogue One, you and I. I remember that. That was fun. Yes, yes, we did. We did, yeah. and you came around. You came around. <laughs> <laughs> There's hope after all. Star Wars is all about hope. That's right. <laughs> all right. Um, so my number five is also perhaps unconventional, and perhaps a character that people who do not follow all aspects of Star Wars literature will be aware of. But my number five is a character in the comics. Her name is Dr. Chelly Afra. Dr. Afra. She is a female rogue archaeologist. She's basically the, the fun house mirror version of Indiana Jones. She oh, is wow. constantly getting into trouble. She is constantly alienating people. She, she comes from a troubled past, a, a challenging past with her father. Last year, there was a, an audio version of the first uh, 12 issues or so of the Darth Vader comic written by Kieran Yellen that, that she was a big part of. She works for Darth Vader. She is one of the few people to trick Darth Vader. She actually tricks Vader into throwing her out of an airlock, and he thinks that she's dead, but she has planted so that the droids can rescue her, bring her to safety. She is just very, very cunning and capable, and she's got this wonderful, sarcastic, biting sense of humor, which, of course, I love. And she's just very, very compelling. And I'm really hoping, and I have no inside knowledge or background information on this, but I really hope someday we see her on Disney Plus somehow because I think the world will fall in love with her like I have. Yes. Okay, so this is also why I was excited that we would be sharing, you know, our favorite female characters because I feel like this is a big opportunity for us to see some of these stories either – um, well played out in a series or um, maybe Disney plus giving us some type of special. I was kind of hoping this year they would, but maybe next year mm -hmm. um, for, you know, the month of March, they'll give us something where they completely highlight, um, you know, star Wars female characters, but also directors and writers and something like that, like yes. completely give, give us something of that sort 
um, because there are just so many characters in so many parts of our fandom. Like in books, I thought about books and I thought about canon and non-canon, but I didn't want to go there. I was like, oh, I don't know if we're going to go there in the podcast. So let me let me keep it canon. <laughs> <laughs> hey, anything is fine. Anything is fine. <laughs> um, but there, I just, I'm hoping that this will be, because now we do have Disney Plus, that they will take that liberty of exploring even more of these stories that, um, some you know people have fallen in love with in in the comics or in the books or you know things like that because they're just there's so much that we could learn and 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 experience in the Star Wars universe that we really haven't yet and it doesn't have to surround the same characters that we're used to or the right. same type of character um that we're used to and I just I really hope that they will be brave enough to do that um so fingers crossed that they will do that for us very soon Yes. Amen. Amen to that. <laughs> awesome. Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad. So, and, you know, so if people who, who aren't familiar with that, for there is a, there's an audio book from Pick and Random House Audio, which of course is our, one of our sponsors for the month. But uh, there is also a, a paperback version of the audio book exclusive. And then the comics, the Darth Vader comics, the first 12 written by Kieran Gillen are incredible. And Afra has her own series. And honestly, she's, she's a huge fan of favorite. People will love her. If you're not familiar with her, I'd highly recommend you check her out. So that's my number five. So Amira, what is your fourth one? Okay, or- so my fourth one um, is from the very controversial The Last Jedi. And mm. <laughs> one of my favorites. <laughs> yes, one of, listen, mine too, but we've mm-hmm. talked about this before. Oh, yeah. um, so Vice Admiral, Vice Admiral Holdo, mm. uh, I feel like people sleep on how fantastic she was within that story. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe it's because, you know, I'm, I'm a veteran. So I, anytime I, I see a woman in power and she's able to use that power to do best by, uh, the rest and not just herself, I get a little like choked up about that, but I don't think she gets the respect that she deserves for what she did, um, for, following orders for having a plan that others obviously did not see um, right at the beginning and then executing it and saying that, you know, it was service before self, which is something that we say in the, in the air force. And, Mm. and maybe that's why I connected so much with her because that's, she literally did her service before saving herself. She saved others before saving herself and that kind of self-sacrifice um, and her being undermined a little bit by Poe, uh, you know, that, that give that gave me a connection to her right away. And, you know, we obviously didn't get to spend as much time with her as I feel like we should have. But again, that's another story that we could see. We could see how did she become the person that she became and um, where did all that power and confidence and um, ability to have a vision, that type of vision, where did all that come from? So, but I love a character where we don't know much about them and then they do something spectacular uh, and then maybe we don't see them again. That's kind of my favorite type of character. So I just think that her, the amount of strength that she showed us in a short amount of time needs to be recognized. Um, So I, I just, I've always connected with her even from the very first time I saw The Last Jedi, I was like, I love her. I love everything about her. Um, and I can see 
what they were trying to do with the character. Um, but I was, you know, I hope in the future, maybe we'll, we'll get a little bit more of her on screen. Um, mm -hmm. Even if it's like a prequel or something about her story or having her being intertwined in one of the future stories um, that we, that's, you know, coming down the pipeline eventually. So um, yeah, she's my number four, definitely. A wonderful choice. And she outswaggers Poe Dameron. She outswaggers Oscar Isaac. <laughs> I mean, seriously, she does. She does. She's so like cool and mm -hmm. calm. And, and he's like, you know how he was in that yes. movie. But <laughs> I just, I loved every bit of it that she, she knew what her plan was. She didn't have to explain it to anyone besides those who needed to know. Um, and I, I think that, you know, that can be taken the wrong, the wrong way, obviously. But in the end, those type of characters and those type of people in general, um, you, you then understand why they had to have their head down and they had to keep looking forward and keep doing the things that they needed to do and give the orders that they gave. Um, and then in the if you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. And you're like, oh my gosh, okay, now I see. But we don't always need to see every little detail. And those are the types of characters and people um, that I really enjoy. So that's what I really enjoyed about her. She didn't let us see everything until we needed to, which was great. Right. There was there was an ambiguity. It made it made you think. And that's a lot of what Ryan Johnson did with The Last Jedi. That that is so good. By the way, I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but there is a book called Leia Princess of Alderaan written by Claudia Gray. And it mm -hmm. and it shows how the two of them become friends and it has a little bit of her background. Yes. Yes, I am aware, which is why I'm hoping <laughs> we will get something on a screen. What if the two of them uh, had a at a Disney Plus show? Uh, wouldn't that be I the best? I'm just, uh, even if it's just like uh, kind of like the Pixar shorts type deals, if they Ooh, just yeah. give us just, oh, I just, I, my mind goes crazy thinking about that type of stuff. But I just feel like that would be really amazing if they just gave us just like a 12 minute, 15 minute something for these types of stories where these Forces characters have met. Yeah. Oh, yes. I just, I, and this is just, this is one of those where I just, I feel like we need more of her and more people will, I think, fall in love with her. We can just see a little bit more on a, on a platform where we know kids will connect to and they love seeing something on a, on a screen or yes. um, really being able to repetitively watch a story over and over again. So kind of like a Pixar shorts thing would be really great. I would love that as well. Unless we, and she gave us the hold on maneuver, which, <laughs> they refer to in yes. canon all the time, which I think is they really do. Yeah, really cool. Yes. Very good. Oh man, that's a hard one to top. But I have one <laughs> okay. that I think that is quite excellent. Her name uh, is Hera Syndulla from Star Wars Rebels, voiced by mm -hmm. the wonderful Vanessa Marshall. I I've gone on record plenty of times talking about my love of Star Wars Rebels. I could, I would easily put the entire Star Wars Rebels series above many of these Star Wars films. That's how much I love Rebels. Mm -hmm. And 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 Hera is incredible. She is she's the of course she's the captain of the ghost. Um her call sign is um she's number 2 in in the ghost protocol, but really she's number 1. They only put she her is as number, number 1. 
Yeah, she she totally is. And that was on purpose because of the whole Jedi thing and to try to hide the fact that Hera was in charge because Kino was willing to put himself in danger as opposed to Hera, even though Hera can more than take care of herself. She is, to me, the best pilot in the history of Star Wars. And I think she's the way that she loves her people and is tireless in fighting against the Empire and against tyranny. You know, she and Leia are, the, are probably the two most determined people in the history of Star Wars, in my opinion. They've suffered so much loss, mm. but it, they never, they are unshakable in their desire and their quest to uphold righteousness and to make the galaxy safe, to, to provide peace. What a great example that we can use in the real world today. Someone like Harrison Dula. I, I love Hera so much. She She had to be on my list. Yes, and I'm upset with you because she's also on my list. <laughs> no, good, but you'll have a different way of explaining it. I don't think that's going to be the only one that's going to be similar, my friend. <laughs> I know. I thought about this. I was like, oh, man, this is Dan. And we 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 agree on so many. So That's right. Hera. Uh, okay, so, I mean, we both have a love of Rebels. Um, mm. We've talked about this before. Um, and our family, just we have a love of the animated versions of Star Wars stories in general. Mm -hmm. um, it's just something that as a family we connect with. So Rebels is one where our family as a whole got to sit down and really every single person in our family felt invested in the characters. Um, Clone Wars, you know, we all love Clone Wars, but there were like two people in particular in our house, my husband and my daughter, who were and are huge Clone Wars fans. So they were the ones that were really um, on the wagon for that one. Uh, but Rebels, just every single character in Rebels touched someone in our house. Mm -hmm. um, so Hera, um, selfishly, I love her because I could see a lot of myself in her. Mm -hmm. um, just from her, her strength. And like you said, she has a story where if it was anyone else, it would break them. Um, but she always had composure and you could always kind of depend on her, um, which is something that every episode I would connect to. Um, and I just, I feel like if there was ever a character where someone could say, you know, I really want to aspire to be like, um, I just, I think that her character in Rebels especially um, will show someone how they can be a better person and how um, they can actually learn how to take care of others and do what's right and take charge um, but not do it in a way where it's malicious or um, it could come off the wrong way like she was always so I feel like she had quite like this quiet pull on everyone um and like quiet in a way where she doesn't she didn't have to exude a lot of power or force um and i just i connected with that um in in rebels every single time i would see her so i just i selfishly try to feel like maybe i'm i have a little hera in me uh so that's why i picked her i just i if I ever feel like I may be going down the wrong path of being um, a person of, of morals, of values, um, of strength, 
I can think of her. And that may seem kind of corny to someone who doesn't know Rebels or hasn't experienced it. But once you are invested in that storyline and invested in her story, you, you'll you understand where how I can take it that seriously um, for her. So maybe that's, I guess it's a little different than what you said. Um, but yeah, it's, it's definitely very personal. Um, it's a very personal connection with her. Uh, and just that whole, that whole story. We just love Rebels here. Um, Chopper is right. like, my, Chopper is my favorite uh, droid, by the way. <laughs> Me too. <I> Me too. <laughs> yes, I love him. Yeah, yeah. He's, um, he's feisty. And I like that about him. <laughs> That's, you know, honestly, I, I swear this is true. When you were talking about Hera and in your personal relationship with uh, aspiring to be, to sort of emulate those qualities, it got me choked up. I had to sit oh. back from the microphone because I, I love that. I mean, I've been saying for as long as anyone listened to me, even when I was a little kid, like these stories, they inspire us and, and they have the ability to do so in a way that that nonfiction sometimes can't because it breaks down walls without you even realizing it and, and really kind of gets you in touch with different parts of self and, and of other people in the world. And I, I love that. I mean, Hera is just Hera is great. And I also like that. And you, you said something that reminded me of this. She's able to inspire without manipulating. Like mm. she, your choice is your choice, but she's going to break it down and she's going to explain it to you. And she knows how to inspire you individually. She reminds me of how Phil Jackson used to coach the nineties bulls. How she, he knew that what he would say to Jordan wouldn't work with Scottie Pippen or wouldn't work. Right. With yet, yet she used different things for, for Ezra or Sabine or, or mm-hmm. of course, Kanan. And another quick thing about them. I love that they had a relationship that they didn't have to be in your face all the time. And there wasn't, you know, I'm sure some people are like, Oh, will they, won't they, I can't wait to see them kiss or blah, 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 whatever. But <laughs> yeah. they didn't have to do that to portray powerful love and compassion and empathy for, for one another, which made the ultimate path at the end, even more powerful. And to me, I wish that all kind of fictional relationships sort of had that approach. Cause I thought that was really, really smart and well done. Yes. Yeah. And you know, since it was Rebels, I'm sure that's that was obviously on purpose because the kids don't want to see all that. <laughs> no, gross. But, yeah. But it is nice for them to see that type of relationship and how they just respected each other. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they had a love for each other, but it was also a lot of respect. And so that was so wonderful to see um, in that series, especially, um, especially with, you know, having powerful female characters. In, in that series and seeing how they were respected and also taken care of when they needed to, but also given the, the space to take care of, of others in their way. Um, but anyway, this isn't a Rebels podcast episode, so let me, let me stop talking about it. You've, hey, you passed the audition. You're hired. <laughs> Let's do it. All right. Okay, so, now I get, so that was your number three then, which is obviously yes. perfect. So my... <laughs> My number three is, I'm guessing, might show up in yours as well. We're, we're going to find out here in a few minutes. But let's see, let's listen real close to see if Amira gasps when I say this. Uh, Leia Organa. Well, <laughs> no. <laughs> really? She's not, no, I, I didn't on purpose because no, I figured fine. you were going to say Leia. And everybody says Leia. And I love her. But I wanted to pick some other ones. So, yes, no, I, I agree. But she's not on my list. No, so I, I'm glad I try to pick up uh, ones that are sort of off the beaten path, but I couldn't, I wasn't going to put her at number one because, well, when I name my other two, it'll seem clear why. 
Mm-hmm. I, I mean, who doesn't love Leia Organa? One of the things I that, and I've said this on a lot of shows, a lot of interviews, but writing the Star Wars book, being able to contribute to the canon of Star Wars was something that I will never stop ceasing to be like, wow, did that actually happen? But the thing that moved me the most about that book was writing the the stuff on Leia. Yeah. Because when you teach something, when you write something, when you communicate something with people, you learn about it in different ways. So I, of course, rewatched some stuff about Leia, read some stuff, and just kind of thought about what makes her tick and all the things that she has faced, all the adversity and all the challenges and all the reasons that she could have given up. And no one would have blamed her. Even the staunch cynic wouldn't have blamed her for giving up. But she never, ever does. She she em, embodies hope more than anybody in the history of the Star mm-hmm. Wars fictional universe, in my opinion. And the fact that she can lose an entire planet and culture and people, but still think of others and still keep fighting while still dealing with her grief uh, in her own way, in a healthy way, and, and continuing to inspire, to recruit, to bring out the best in people. And plus, you know... Something that always comes up is when I show this, the film, the original film to students, they say, it's pretty cool that she took over her own rescue. And yeah. so you'll have to help me with this. When when the when the movie first came out, when we first saw it when we were younger, did, did that grab you? I mean, when I was a kid, I just saw lasers and Wookiees and I didn't really know what was going <laughs> on because I was like five or six years old. But was it was that always a thing? I hope that it was. Oh, yeah. I I think that's why my dad told me that I was ready to finally watch um, A New Hope, uh, because at, I was eight at the time. And at the age of eight, me at eight was very much, I can do it myself, mm-hmm. <laughs> very much um, sass, but also respecting, you know, how things were. Um, and, you know, it, that's that's who I was at that age. Uh, so I think I really do think, and I need to ask him if that was true, that this is why he wanted me to see this princess who ends up saving herself. Um, because I immediately connected to that just as, mm. as they go to rescue her and she's just laying there and she's like, you're a little short for a storm. Like I, <laughs> I loved it. I remember la- even at eight, I remember laughing at that. Like, yeah, I would have did the same thing. Just looking like, okay, you're, re- you're rescuing me. Gotcha. All right, let's get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. And I, I've heard you talk about your relationship with your dad before. It's, it's, it's gold. It's, that's so good. Yeah. All right. Wonderful. <laughs> well, no, that's that's great. Okay, so that was my number three. We've got two left, so let's go ahead and take a quick break. When we return, Amira and I will share the rest of our top five favorite Star Wars women. This is Coffee with Kenobi. This is Vanessa Marshall, and you're listening to Coffee with Kenobi. Looking to catch up on the latest Star Wars books but can't find the time? Try listening to them on audio. Featuring sound effects, top-notch narrators, and music directly from the movies, Star Wars audiobooks are the definitive listening experience. The aces of the New Republic have one final chance to defeat the darkness of Shadowing in Victory's Price by Alexander Freed. The thrilling conclusion to the Star Wars Alphabet Squadron trilogy Visit penguinrandomhouseaudio.com slash coffeewithkenobi to listen to clips and find your next listen. Or buy now wherever books and audiobooks are sold. Once you are ready to plan that vacation, whether it's to Walt Disney World, Disneyland, or anywhere you want to go on the planet, 
be sure to check out MEI and Mouse Fan Travel, the official travel partner of Coffee with Kenobi. Their signature service and expert advice will help clients maximize their vacation time and dollar. I use them for my personal travel when it's safe to do so. I use them for Coffee with Kenobi. And as we get closer and closer to hopefully another celebration in 2022, you can be sure that I will be talking to Becky Mankin and the team at MEI and Mouse Fan Travel. There are certainly a number of excellent reasons to use MEI and Mouse Fan Travel. For one thing, their service is completely free to you. They are there to help you, to guide you, to help you with tips on getting into the parks. Where should I go as far as what day I'm going to be there? What rides are the smartest ones to check out first? What are some of the best dining opportunities, whether you're traveling alone whether you're traveling with that someone special, whether you're traveling with your family or just with a bunch of your friends, they will take care of you. They are an amazing, amazing service. I cannot recommend them enough. Again, I use them for both my personal travel as well as for everything we do at Coffee with Kenobi. And I will certainly be using them for future trips to Galaxy's Edge, the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser one day, and so many more exciting opportunities. So whether you're going to go to Disney World, whether you're going to go to somewhere else on the planet, and hopefully someday Disneyland when that opens, MEI and Mouse Fan Travel, the Coffee with Kenobi travel partner, is your one-stop shop. If you have any questions, be sure to ask me or go to our travel affiliate link, which can be found on our webpage, in the show notes, or all over social media. Thank you so much. You will have the best time. And please let us know about your great experiences with MEI and Mouse Fan Travel. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. We are back, and Amira, you've got two left, and I can honestly say, because I thought Leia was going to be one you were going to say, and you didn't, which is great, because you're really going to surprise me, I think. <laughs> so, let's see, let's see. Uh, so, I mean, we talked about Rebels, so I have to, I have to put Sabine on my list. I just have to put her on my list. Okay. Uh so, and the reason why Sabine is on my list actually is in honor of my daughter. Uh, she is our big Sabine fan in our house. Um, Tia Sarkar, who's obviously voiced her, uh, I got to actually meet her in person one time and I showed her a photo of my girl dressed up as Sabine because mm. she dresses up and she still does it. She's 10, she still dresses up now. But at that time, I think she was six. Um, and she just lost it. And she's like, oh my gosh. And I was like, she is in love with Sabine. She is in love with your voice. And I just thanked her for everything that she's done and just showed her in person. This is what your work is doing for little girls. Um, mm. So, you know, Sabine's story, I mean, we talked a little bit about, you know, how the, there these heartbreaking stories or these tough stories. Um, and I just love that with, within her story, we learn that sometimes you make mistakes. Um, and, you know, it's not, you, can, you can't live a life where you won't make mistakes. 
and you may regret them, but you know, there's, there is always an opportunity to come back from the things that you may regret. Um, and I love, I loved immediately how powerful she was uh, when we first met her in Rebels. Um, and then we got to see her, you know, just like Ezra, we got to see her grow up and we got to, you know, see them turn into the um, adults that we maybe didn't think they would turn into, but, you know, um, we loved following that story. And I love seeing um, a story where it's not always going to you know, be all roses and rainbows and whatnot. Um, but we're going to learn from it. We're going to learn as they're learning. Uh, and I think that she's one of those characters where, especially if your kids watch and ki your kids get really into Rebels, where they're going to, they're going to connect with her, um, you know, on some level on almost every episode. They're going to connect with her. Um, and I... I could see that happening with my girl. Um, so I had to, I just had to put her on the list because I, I feel like she's one of those characters where um, in Star Wars where, you know, it's not going to always be a, a, a happier quote unquote memory there, but it's going to be um, this character really touched my heart. And here's the episode that we're, you know, she touched me the first time. Here's the episode where um, I connected to something she said. Here's an episode where um, her actions were a reflection of actions that I've done in real life. Um, so I just, I feel like she's another one where she, her character arc especially needs, it needs more respect, I think, than, it, than it's, it's currently getting. Um, although she has a lot of fans, so I will say that Sabine, mm. the Sabine fandom is great, and it's nice to kind of connect with people online when I find them who feel like I feel about her. Um, but you know, she's just she deserves more, and I just um, I'm excited that maybe we'll see her again somewhere. Who knows? I don't know. We, we'll mm. see. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know, and, and and if that does happen, I hope I hope Tia gets the player because are you kidding? I know. I mean, oh what could, what would be better than that? So oh. no, that I love that, and I and you were so right. That cast of rebels, they're just they're absolute gold. They are so nice and so gracious, and they just they they walk the walk, they talk the talk. They're they're awesome. I love that you got to have that moment with her and and show the picture of your daughter. I bet she thought that was the coolest thing ever. Yeah. And, you know, and like you said, they're all so nice. And I could just I was it was exciting to hear that she is a nice person and to experience her being a nice person because I would have been devastated. If oh, she, I know. If she wasn't. But she was so lovely. Um, and it wasn't even for Rebels. It was for some another project she was working on. But she just she basically gloated about the fandom when I mentioned it. Like she gloated. She's like, oh, my gosh, I loved working on Rebels. The fans are always so fantastic. I feel so honored when somebody tells me that they watched it and they connected with Sabine. Like she was just going on and on. And I was like, see, this is this is what I love about our fandom. When yes. the people that we love so much love it too. And they love mm. us for loving it. And that was just, that like warmed my heart to hear her speak so highly of our fandom. I agree. I agree. I love that. Okay. Well, that's a hard one to follow. 
I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, don't be sorry. I I like that. I I'd rather be challenged. That's more fun. See, I wanted you to keep me on my toes, and you did. My number two <laughs> is Ray. Is Ray? I I from the moment I saw her on screen, I I mean Daisy Ridley is just such a commanding performer, and the the great thing about Ray to me is. The, one of the things I think that is the most fascinating about teaching literature is the, the, the person versus self conflict where your biggest enemy is often the person that is within, within yourself, your doubts, your fears, your, your insecurities. And, and ultimately at the end of it. And one of the reasons why I love the last Jedi so much is Ray has that beautiful scene where she's in that cave and there's all these mirror versions of herself. She's waiting in this line constantly, feeling like she's been through all these different things over and over again without any answers. And suddenly she says, you know, tell me who my parents are and what shows up at the reflection of herself. Mm-hmm. To me, in that moment, Ray learns, I, the only person I need is me. Like, I'm good enough the way that I am. Whoever my parents are or aren't, who I am is defined by the choices I make and not by blood. And I, I've always loved that. And I, I see this all the time with students. There are a lot of students who haven't had the best parents or haven't had the best upbringing or haven't had the best circumstances or, or situations come their way, yeah. but they overcome anyway. And, and it's a journey. It's a, it's a long journey. It takes a while for Ray as well. We can certainly debate the rise of Skywalker and what it did for that journey or what it didn't do for that journey. And I'm certainly not a huge fan of the Rise of Skywalker, but at the end of the day, Ray still came out as the awesome hero that she is. And I, I love her. I think she is wonderful. And then at the end, this is not nearly as important as the points I just made, but at the end, she turns on a yellow lightsaber and I screamed <laughs> at the premiere because I'm like, yeah. And, and Deanna said, why is yellow so exciting? And I said, because it's unique. And also in the original Luke Skywalker action figure, that I had when I was a little kid, Luke had a yellow lightsaber. Mm-hmm. And I just thought that was just a wonderful little nod homage. And I, I, you know, sometimes students will get all worked up and try to stump me with, well, Ray shouldn't be a Skywalker because she, you know, her dad wasn't Darth Vader. And, but I said, but Skywalker at this point in the story is a legacy. It's a legend. It's, it's, it's a way to inspire other people. Yeah. That's that's what it's about. That's why she has that mantle. And I was, I'm proud to say Ray Skywalker. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, she's not on my list, but, you know, I explained I explained that I, 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 I picked others. But yes, I mean, obviously, Ray should always be at the top of the list. And I just think they. I love that they gave us her story mm-hmm. um, and, you know, and having it unfold in the Force Awakens and, us, you know, not really still not knowing who she was, but also just feeling so invested in her. Mm-hmm. And um, obviously, Daisy Ridley did a fantastic job of making us be invested in her. Uh, but I just I feel like we needed something like that. Like we needed the story of just, you know, someone who is a nobody a junker uh but 
who we could we could see the potential in them as they weren't sure about it. Uh, and you know, I think in especially in the Force Awakens, we all saw that. We all felt that um, about Ray. Like we could see it, and we're yelling at the screen that we believe in you, as she doesn't believe in herself. Uh, and then you know, towards the the end of the film, we see that she she wants to learn more about who she actually is and what she can accomplish, and that you know she does have the force. And what does that mean? Uh, and I, that's a story that we really needed. And I just I I thank them for giving us that story. You know, I we can argue all day and night about the other parts of said story but <laughs> mm -hmm. it started off very well and it started off uh with us loving every part of ray and it ended with us loving every part of ray i still haven't heard anyone say that they were um at least in my circle said they were disappointed in how that ended for her specifically um right. same so yeah i just and i i think that's something that probably 90% of our fandom can agree that we all appreciated that particular storyline and we appreciated her and everything that unfolded about her. Um, so I just, I, listen, that was a good choice and I'm kicking myself that I didn't put it on my list. Well, no, I, I like what you explained. Well, that just means that the one you're about to, to share is going to be awesome. So I can't wait. What is, what is your number one? <laughs> Well, she is awesome. I mean, she has it. She's going to have her own show. So she has awesome lightsabers. Speaking of wonderful colors of lightsabers, I have to put Ahsoka Tano as my, my all-time number one in the fandom. Uh, I, I'm, I'm getting choked up just thinking about her. Uh, and the thing is, we have to we have to acknowledge how amazing she is because she has been used in multiple storylines at this point. That's how awesome she is. <laughs> that we are getting to see her multiple times. We're getting to see her animated and also, you know, in in on a live version of her story. She's getting her own show. Uh, and me explaining why she's awesome is probably a moot point because she she does have such a strong fandom. Um, but like I mentioned, my husband and my daughter were, or are really, are big giant Clone Wars fans in this house. Um, and similar to Sabine, watching Ahsoka's storyline, watching her be a Padawan and, you know, uh, <laughs> being a little jokester and growing up and learning the things that she needs to learn in order to be uh, the, you know, a powerful Jedi. And then the turn of her deciding that she doesn't want to walk that path. Um, it was, I mean, obviously our jaws dropped, but also it was a good reminder of just because you are put on a path and just because you're taught certain things in certain ways by certain people, if it doesn't work for you in your soul and in your heart, you have to make that stand. And that's where she sits with me all the time. And that's where she sits really in our family. When we think of Ahsoka, um, I always explain that to, to our kids too. Like, you know, mom and dad are teaching you the things that you need to know when you leave this house, but understand that you're going to have to make big decisions. 
And you may have to make a decision where we may be temporarily disappointed. But if it feels good in your heart and it feels like you are going on a path that where you're going to make a difference in the world and our temporary disappointment is just going to have to be temporary, uh, you need to go do that. Um, and I just feel like that with Ahsoka's story, we are reminded that those are paths that are really, really hard to do and to take. But it doesn't mean that you're weaker. It doesn't mean that what you have learned in the past is now null and void. It, it definitely makes you a stronger person because you can use what you've learned, but you can also make decisions for yourself. Um, so she is my all-time number one. Ashley Eckstein is amazing. <laughs> I love Rosaria Dawson. So, I mean, it's just, I feel like Ahsoka's story has always been aligned with the right people. And, um, and I, it's always been respected in the fandom. I, I feel like I have never seen anybody, you know, say that it's not a really great storyline or anything like that. Um, but I think it's because it's, it's, it's a hard one. It's a hard pill to swallow when you, when you think about everything that she's gone through, knowing that, you know, her master turns into this Sith, knowing that, um, she is needed. She's needed to do certain things and she has to sometimes say, no, I can't do that. Or, you know, maybe, the, maybe I'm not the right person for this. Or, you know, I have to stand up and, and do the things that I feel are right to do. And she is her own person. She is, um, has an autonomy to her, which I really respect. Uh, and she knows that, you know, it's not always two sides to a thing. It's maybe those two sides and my side. And if I need to stand up for me and what I believe in, I'm going to do that. Um, so she just, she had to be number one on my list because she reminds us that you, you gotta, you gotta be tough and you have to make decisions that are not only good for the, the collective, but also are going to be things that you can be able to think about before you go to bed at night. And that won't keep you up because you think you made the wrong decision. Um, and I just, I love that about her. I really, really love that about how strong she is. So very well said, especially about, <laughs> especially the last thing you said about, you know, making, you know, just being at peace with the decisions that you make. And mm. I, so we're tied. <laughs> we're tied. <laughs> I kept my I had to like button my lip the whole time you're talking because of Ahsoka is definitely my number one. It's, there's not even a question in my mind about it. I, I mean, we on on pour over our Patreon show, the members of the CWK Alliance are to listen to. We did our top ten. We did our top ten favorite fictional characters, and Ahsoka is not only my favorite female Star Wars character, but she's in my top five favorite fictional characters of all time. Period. Any genre. Any anything, I uh, and for so many of the reasons that you mentioned, I I, I liked her from the get go. I, I oh I won't I won't I'll be honest. Oh I'm always honest. When she first said sniffs and sky sky guy, and the, <laughs> I did cringe yeah. a little, but but it didn't prevent me from seeing the awesome character that she was and that she grew into. I love that George helped to create her. 
Yeah. I love that that she is such a great character and that her that Dave and Ashley and George all cultivated this 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 larger than life figure that people are now starting to even be more aware of because of the Mandalorian and Rosario Dawson. I I Ashley is amazing, like you said. I'm sure you've talked to her plenty of times. I've I have as well. And I it still kind of stings to me a little that she's not live mm. action Ahsoka. Because to me, she is the soul. She's the heart and soul of Ahsoka Tano. That being said, again, she's just, she's powerful. She's strong. She's conflicted. because And she also is one of the few Jedi that can actually say they went face-to-face, toe-to-toe with Darth Maul and kicked his butt. That's right. I love that. And it's just, <laughs> there's just so much to talk about with Ahsoka Tano. We've talked about her plenty. And I don't, I don't think I can describe her as well as you did. I'm not even going to try. Uh, she's just she's just a wonderful captivating character and i will always be glad and grateful for more ahsoka tano stories absolutely Absolutely. and she she definitely should be in your top five i mean i i can see why she would be in your top five just because of how her essence and you know the things that she stands up for and i know that you you know you're always about doing what's right and doing, you know, good by people and, you know, being the best of your version of yourself. So when you said Mm. that she was in your all around top five, I was like, of course she's in dance. top five. (laughs) Like that that doesn't surprise me at all because I can see a lot of how um, her confidence and, you know, the things that she stands for, I can totally see that you would align with that because that's the type of person that you are. So I bet you a lot of your top five are, they have a lot of Dan characteristics to them. I, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> you are very sweet and very kind. I really got, you got me choked up again. No, I don't think Aww. I've ever gotten choked up on the show. It's happened twice. No, I'm so glad. That's so kind of you. Uh, yeah. I mean, also in my top, I was like Captain America and, you know, those okay, kind of, yeah. people. you know, yeah. fight for what's right, no matter what. And yeah, you're just, exactly. you're a good, you're just a good person. And, and, yes. and you know, that's what we want our, that's, you know, we both have kids. That's what we want our families to. We want our children to be like that. And, you know, Absolutely. God willing, yep. that will be the case. I think we're doing we're doing a, a, a pretty good job so far. We just got to keep it up here here. So well said, as always, let's take one more quick break and we will return for a little bit more with Amira Martin. This is Coffee with Kenobi. Listening to Coffee with Kenobi, you are with Dan Z, the podcast you're looking for. This is <laughs> As we near the end of the show today, I want to thank each and every one of you for taking time out of your busy schedule to have a cup of coffee with me and for helping to spread the word about our Star Wars family we've got here at Coffee with Kenobi. Be sure to tune in Monday nights at 8 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time on Facebook Live at www.coffeewithkenobi.com slash live or www.facebook.com slash coffeewithkenobi and have a cup of coffee tea, or any beverage of your choosing with me as we continue the conversation. To join us in the CWK Cafe, which is our Facebook group, and share your Star Wars thoughts, comments, reviews, and opinions in a family-friendly, spoiler-free place that is also drama-free, go to www.coffeewithkenobi.com community and be part of the conversation, talk about this week's show, 
or just talk about some Star Wars. We have a lot of fun and you'll make some new friends as well as catch up with longtime friends along the way. I also want to thank all of the new and longtime members of the CWK Alliance and let you know how much I appreciate your help and encouragement. If you want to join the CWK Alliance, go to www.cwkalliance.com and sign up today. Not only will you help out Coffee with Kenobi, but you also get access to CWK Pour Over, the exclusive weekly podcast not heard anywhere else. It's a great way to support and help out the show, and 10% of your monthly contributions go directly to the St. Jude Children's Hospital to support the incredibly important work they are doing to help these brave children and their families. Plus, contributors at the CWK All-Star level can watch a video podcast of CWK Pour Over hosted by me, Tom Gross, and Corey Club. Feel free to reach out anytime if you have any questions. In addition to being part of the community on Facebook, please don't forget to visit our website at www.coffeewithkenobi.com for Star Wars news, announcements, reviews, videos, and so much more. If you have a question for me or just want to share your thoughts on the air, feel free to email me at danz at coffeewithkenobi.com and I'll share them on the show. You can also connect with me on Twitter at MrZair, M-R-Z-E-H-R, or on Instagram at CWK. There are also a lot more ways to connect with me and Coffee with Kenobi on social media. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Give us a like on Facebook at facebook.com slash coffeewithkenobi. Check us out on Pinterest or subscribe to our Coffee with Kenobi YouTube channel. On our YouTube channel, you can find Facebook Live video, different interviews throughout the years, highlights of video coverage throughout the Coffee with Kenobi history, and the audio podcast itself. You can order my book, The Star Wars Book, which I co-wrote with Lucasfilm's Pablo Hidalgo and Cole Horton on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Target, Books A Million, Walmart, or anywhere books are sold. You can also find my writing on Coffee with Kenobi's website, as well as StarWars.com, where I am an official blogger there, and on IGN, where I contribute occasionally to articles about Star Wars, as well as other popular culture topics. If you are considering starting a podcast or a blog, let me know how I can help you get started and make your creative vision a reality. Be sure to check out DanzyMedia.com and we can get the process started. I am also available to come to your school, conference, business, or organization to talk about how to tap into your strengths and help you bring out your very best. I want to inspire you to be inspired so you can take that first step into a larger world. Thanks as always to our Coffee with Kenobi sponsors, especially MEI and Mouse Fan Travel, our travel partner, and your one-stop shop for all things Walt Disney World, Disneyland, the Disney Cruise Lines, or anywhere on the planet you want to go on your vacation. Please go to www.coffeewithkenobi.com slash mousefantravel to book your magical vacation and help support Coffee with Kenobi in the process. If you like the show, please tweet out that you're listening, share it on Facebook, or invite your friends and family to tune in and share a cup of coffee with us. And if the force is especially with you, please take a couple of minutes to rate and review the show on iTunes or Google Podcasts. Every review makes a huge difference and helps to spread the word, and I can't thank you enough for your help, for your support, and your friendship. I love so much being a part of this wonderful Star Wars community, and I can't thank you enough for all that you do for me and Coffee with Kenobi. Mike, I need to have you on the show more. That's the only thing that is the, the takeaway. I can have you on the show more. I mean, you are just so great, and people know this, and if people are not following you on Four Hats and Frugal, I mean, you are amazing. Obviously, you're an entrepreneur. You're a motivational speaker. Uh, you've just got so many wonderful things going on with you and your family. So please share all the ways that people can find all the things that you are doing. 
Oh, thanks, friend. Um, okay, so yes, Four Hats and Frugal is uh, my main website. If you guys want to hop over there, we talk about things to do with your family uh, to, you know, live a, live a more enjoyable life, live a full life with them without having to spend a million dollars to do it. Uh, so we have a lot of fun over on that site. Uh, if you are a mom and a Star Wars fan, we have the Star Wars Moms, which is a Facebook group and a Facebook page. You can come join us in there. Uh, we have a wonderful time in there talking all things Star Wars, uh, whether it's books or comics or, you know, arts and crafts. We do all that other, that fun stuff. And, you know, we talk about the news, the Star Wars news and all that fun stuff, too. So come on in there. Um, if you just love Disney in general, um, and you're an uh, African-American mom or aunt or grandma, we have Disney Moms of Color, which is also a Facebook group and a page. Uh, and, and we just talk all things Disney up in there. And obviously I am the Star Wars mom in there. <laughs> so any Star Wars news or anything that needs to be shared, uh, we, we chat about that in that group as well. So there's a lot of places where you can find me. I'm also on Twitter, Amira Martin. Uh, over on Twitter and I love Twitter so if you love to have lively conversations come join me over there we can discuss many things I am open to uh, d disagreements I will say <laughs> I love a lively conversation where you may not agree with me those are my favorites especially when it comes to Star Wars so you can find me there as well and your Instagram is awesome too. She has some of the best stories and reels we were just actually talking about this she actually made me want to make broccoli that's pretty <laughs> impressive. Yes, yeah. Instagram. Well, Instagram is if you want to see me act a fool and dance every day, you can come <laughs> and follow me over on Instagram. Amira Martin over there as well. But yeah, that's that's a little more if, if you want to see the goofy side of me. You can come on over to Instagram. Food and and fun. A lot of a lot of joking around over there. So I, I love Instagram for that part of it. <laughs> I, this is great. Yeah. And Amira obviously is a must follow everywhere, all over social media. So Amira, of course, thank you so much for sharing your time and talents with us. Uh, you, you're the best. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you for having me again, Dan. Always such a delight to have Amira on the show. Be sure to check her out on her website and all of her social media. She is so much fun. And thank you all so very much for joining us again on Coffee with Kenobi. It's been a great week for Star Wars. As far as the conversations I've been able to have with each and every one of you, both here on the podcast as well as on our Facebook Live every Monday night at 8 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time. This week we went over our top five favorite Star Wars video games, which you can hear, of course, on the podcast feed. Catch us live on Facebook or on our YouTube or Instagram channels as well. Next week's Facebook Live is going to be our top five favorite R2-D2 moments, and there are so many of them to choose from. Be sure to curate your list and join us there. Have a great rest of your week, everybody, and enjoy your weekend. And remember, this is the podcast you're looking for. This podcast is not endorsed by the Walt Disney Company or Lucasfilm Limited. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. The official Star Wars website can be found at www.starwars.com. Star Wars, all names, sounds, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Disney and their respective trademark and copyright holders. All original content of this podcast is the intellectual property of Coffee with Kenobi unless otherwise indicated. This is the podcast you're looking for. There's no one here.
Looking to catch up on the latest Star Wars books? Featuring sound effects and music directly from the movies, Star Wars audiobooks are the definitive listening experience. The aces of the New Republic have one final chance to defeat the darkness of Shadowwing in Victory's Price by Alexander Freed. The thrilling conclusion to the Star Wars Alphabet Squadron trilogy. Available now wherever audiobooks are sold.